Shamai ad Kreuzor, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the CC4 Museum of Welsh Cricket Podcasts. I'm Stephen Hedges. This week's guest on the podcast are two of the touring West Indies Masters cricket team who are in the UK for the over 50s Marlborough Cup quadrangular tournament which was played in the week just gone by. It comprised teams from England, Wales and India as well as the West Indies. But before the tournament the West Indies team visited Wales for two warm-up games against the Wales over 50s team. Before visiting an Astawe cricket club we caught up with them at Pontadilice where we spoke to two of the team members, Roy Singh and Azad Mohammed. I spoke to them whilst the West Indies were replying to the Wales score of 180 for 6, so apologies if uh, some of the game distractions do uh, get involved in our chat. Okay, gents, welcome to Wales. That's probably the first thing I've got to Thank say. You Thank you. Thank you. It's um, lovely being here. Okay. Um, do you want to, one by one, just tell us who you are and a little bit of background on you, your cricketing life maybe okay. <laughs> in a in as short a time as possible Roy, sure sure I, I could do that uh so my name is roy singh um i'm guyanese by birth uh immigrated to canada in 1969 most of my cricket i learned in canada we had a, a good cricket in family and from them i learned how to play the game uh, cricket in the 70s and 80s were in canada was predominantly dominated by West Indians. Uh, we have a huge West Indian population that immigrated to Canada, and uh, so the cricket was quite good. And you know, we made several World Cups, and uh, as a result, we were rated number tenth in the world at that time. And because the Canadian team was largely West Indian players, right? So what happened is that you know we continued to play, and then when this Masters League came about they were looking for players of West Indian descent, right? And basically, um, you know, a lot of the players are coming from North American uh, because a lot of the teams don't have Masters players. You know, Trinidad definitely does. Trinidad has over 40, over 50 cricket, that sort of thing. Barbados now has over 50 cricket, but Guyana doesn't. You know, when you finish playing cricket, you finish playing cricket. So they're looking for West Indian uh, players that immigrated and are still playing cricket and that's basically what the, the, our team is made up of is a lot of the West Indian players that immigrated to North America because we continue to play and of course the Trinidadians because they continue to play and they have to leave. So that's how our team has come about. Okay. Azad, what about you? What about your cricketing past? Well, um, I am from Trinidad. I live in Trinidad all my life. Um, I played all my life in Trinidad. So we have different levels, of course. We have the National League and then you have the zone, Zonal Cricket. I played in all different different divisions, but I, I never played really for the national team or the West Indies team. But in the highest level, so we competed against all of the famous players like the Bravos and the Pollards and, you know, so they have to play against us, you know. So we, um, we played, uh, I played all my life in Central, in Central Trinidad, I, that's where I'm from. And um, I was drafted in this Masters team uh, in 2020, where we, we took our first World Cup uh, in uh, South Africa, which unfortunately was uh, cut short due to the pandemic. Uh, we played against Australia and we played against New Zealand. We were uh, playing against Canada when uh, when the pandemic hit, and we had to, you know, we had to depart. Uh, hustle, we had to depart. Um, fortunately, I got 100 in that game, so it was. It was very, you know, it was very really nice. It was sweet. It was yeah. nice. 
So, you know, so Masters Cricket is it's on the rise because of this Masters team. You have plenty of the older guys now who are looking forward to actually making this team, you know, because it kind of gives someone, you know, some, some guys some, some, some the opportunity to actually keep fit and, you know, keep going. And that is really what you want to do, you know, so that, you know, so the guys don't like to really walk around the ground and exercise, you know, that age, you really want to just keep playing. And uh, it's it's commendable. We, we love the effort that you know that the committee of of, of the, the World Masters Committee that they're doing. So we had a we had a discussion. I had a discussion with Sterling. Uh, that's one of the guys who actually organised the Masters Cricket in Australia. And Sterling Hammond. Yeah, Sterling Hammond. Yeah, and and he was he you know what he told me is that you know the the, the cricket was was. Uh, was, was formulated so that the guys who could have made it to the top and didn't make it still have an opportunity to feel what, it, what it's like to represent their country, represent their region, which is commendable and from what I, I kind of love it because, I mean, when we were younger, we look at guys and say, we could have been on that side, you know, but unfortunately, you know, there's only so much guys could play. And then in the earlier days, as you know, in the West Indies cricket, there were the Greenwich and the Haynes and the Viv Richards and, you know, no one can get into that team was difficult so hence they had good players you know who really didn't get the opportunity because of that powerful team that they had at those days we have a guy in our in our side here that uh, Suresh Dani Ram who was a commendable batsman you know he made a, a double hundred I think in his debut first for, two first two yeah, matches he played yeah for, for, cricket, yeah that level yeah at two centuries two centuries and yeah. still couldn't get into the West Indies team so that tells you, you know, the, the, the talent that we had at, at, at those days. So the cricket is on the rise, you know, and um, it's very beautiful to come to come to countries like this, you know, and it's beautiful, the, the, the atmosphere is nice, the people is nice, the wickets are nice, the outfield is commendable, you know, I have to commend you guys, you know, because we're not used to this in Trinidad because the weather is so hot. So there's two seasons, there's the rainy season and then the hot season. And you know, so when the rain falls, it's difficult to kind of fit, the, you know, to outfit or cut the grounds. And when it's too hot, well, it's really hot, you know. But that's how it is in the West Indies, you know. I wanted to ask you both: how mm -hmm. important uh, does it feel, and how proud are you to be able to wear a, the West Indies badge on your shirt? Oh, that, it, it's it's really important, and and we're very proud of it because. Mm -hmm. You know, we really didn't get a chance to represent West Indies. You know, yeah. West Indies, when we played, didn't even have a West Indies A team. Yeah, yeah. You know, all the, these countries have West Indies A. Yeah. They didn't have the under-19 teams, really, for the most part, yeah. right? They didn't have that development program, so nothing was there. So, you know, we're very proud of being West Indian. Um, and for me, I mean, it's been, it's been a joy. It's, you know, the, this cricket that we're playing, is really rejuvenated us because you know you get to the certain point and you're about to give it up because yeah. you know there isn't anything else but because of the cricket the masters the world cup of cricket uh things have really uh, given you some motivation to train mm -hmm. and yeah. to be able to continue to play exactly yeah. exactly you know that west indies has come a little late to the seniors cricket kind of world yes is that is there any particular reasons for that or is it just accidental that um no because you see again when you say West Indies, West Indies is made up of a lot of little countries. Geographically, we're spread out. We're not close. I mean, England and Wales, you can drive to, right? And you can pretty much put together teams because you've got a lot of cricket of senior players in this area. 
Whereas us, again, Barbados has Masters cricket now over 50, Trinidad has it, but the economic situation is such that these boys can't afford to travel. It's expensive. They're still working. You know, they're in their 50s and 60s, and you think they'd be set and retired. Economically, they just don't have the resources, right? So there are great players that are not here that could be on this side that just financially couldn't come because, you know, largely we're self-funded. You know, you know, we do have some sponsorship, but it's minuscule. And, you know, so largely we have to raise the money uh, through sponsorships or, or raise it ourselves in order to be able to travel and do this. So this is really what's holding us back. It's really financing. The World Cup, for example, uh, we need about $105,000 U.S. to cover all the costs of that. And unless you have sponsorship, it's just not possible. You know, so you have to make sure that some of the players can self-fund you know, if we can resolve that issue, uh, Masters cricket will absolutely take off. Azad, what about you? What's your personal situation? Are you still working? Or? Oh, yes, yes, I have, a, I have a, a small business at home, you know, so, but it's difficult. It's very difficult, as Roy said, it's very difficult for, you know, to fork out every time for, for a toy. You know, it's like in South Africa, it costs a whole lot of money to me, you know, and then we, we actually kind of come and lost some money as well because of the pandemic. So, you know, it's like 50,000 TT, you know, to, to come to a tour here is like 55,000, you know. So, you know, and that's a lot of money, you know. Things are not the best in, the, in, in our part of the world, you know. Trinidad is not a place that, you know, that everybody is filthy rich, you know. So, so it, it is a sacrifice, but as I say, from our age, from our, from our era, right, we always paid to play cricket. You know, the younger generation now, they, they have great opportunities, they have the IPLs and they have the different, you know. And, and they, 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 get, they make a tremendous amount of money. But in our era, you know, we always had to fork out our cash, we had to, you know, pay for ball and, you know, and, and this, this, is, this is how it, how it went. And um, so, I mean, regardless of what, as you see, it's, it's, we're proud to represent West Indies. You know, you have that feeling, you have that, you know, that joy. And we enjoy it, I totally love it, you know. So regardless of what the money, what the money is, we love to play, we love, you know, we just love the sport, you know. And has it been easy to, to integrate everybody into the team and have a team ethos? Do you do anything particular to kind of build that? Well, or? you know, it did take a little bit for that to happen because the mm-hmm. first tournament we played together, mm-hmm. you know, the guys were not familiar with, with each other. They didn't know the captaincy, they didn't know the management. We just didn't have a feel. Mm-hmm. So the first couple of games, it was, it was difficult, but then we started playing together and see who could do what, and then we started coming in together as a team and can't playing against Canada mm-hmm. that one match he and I put on we were in trouble we were 106 for six and yeah. he and I put on a 150 run partnership and yeah. took the match to 240 right yeah, yeah so yeah. it made a big difference but then you know by playing together and then we've played several tournaments since we're really getting familiar with the players and who they are and mm-hmm. they're you know and they're great people it's just made a big difference and then what's happening is that we're getting support from the old greats Colin Croft was in Houston with us and you know Colin really is done playing but because we were so short for the over 60 team uh, we asked him to come and bowl a little bit off of two steps and that sort of thing so it's great to have somebody like that supporting us and he really believes in this master cricket we have Alvin Kalichuran uh, that is hoping to be with us in Australia for the over 60 World Cup he's just trying to see if he could free up some coaching schedule but we have Lawrence Rowe that has basically supported us as an ambassador we have Fawud Bakas that's basically support us as as a an ambassador. Mm-hmm. So we're getting all some of these old West Indian Michael Holden mm-hmm. that are saying, listen, we're in full support of what these guys are doing. 
and you know we wish them all the best and we will do what we can for them but you know unless again we, we solve the sponsorship issue um, yeah. it's a big problem uh, but for every team it's not just for us Australia everybody has that if you're playing at home it's much easier but mind you West Indies playing at home isn't like playing at home because we're so spread out but yeah. the England we expect England to be strong in this tournament because they're drawn from homegrown player in the United States when we played them in March they were a completely different team than in August because again they were able to draw on a lot of local players so the depth was was much deeper right you have a tournament back in the West Indies coming in October? Yeah. Is that right? November, November. In November, yes, yeah, in Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Do you, as much yes. as you know? <laughs> so we, uh, in the West Indies, uh, we run what's called Big Man Cricket. Mm-hmm. And Big Man Cricket, it's, it's really, it's a Guyanese terminology. And Big Man, you know, if you have an older player or older person, you call them a big man, right? <laughs> so we nicknamed it Big Man Cricket. So we have the Big Man Cricket Tournament coming up in Barbados in November, and we've invited eight teams. England's going to be there. I think Wales is going to be there. USA, Canada, India, uh, West Indies will have probably two teams, and then mm-hmm. a team coming from, I think, Sri Lanka. I think Zimbabwe. Yeah, or, or Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe, yeah. Zimbabwe, yeah. So I, India, I don't Pakistan recall... As well. Yeah, all the teams, but we've got eight teams playing there. Uh, we've picked some of the most beautiful grounds in Barbados. Barbados is a great place to go play cricket because their wickets are hard and fast, the outfields are fast, and everything is close by. So within maximum 45 minutes drive, you're going to one of the top grounds, right? Yeah. So we thought it was a fantastic place to be. Uh, we're almost guaranteed good weather. There's lots of hotels, there's great transportation, the food's good, it's an English-speaking country. Mm-hmm. So logistically, we can pull that tournament off. And we'll, we're right there right now being able to pull that off. So we're hoping to have two teams compete for the West Indies. And from there, we can pick the World Cup team for for, for us. In the meantime, mm-hmm. the other teams are happy to participate, and it's going to be a pretty special tournament. Right? And good for a, a West Indies audience maybe to hear about and see seniors or masters cricket up close? Yes. The uh, the Barbados um, government is, is soundly behind us, um, and they are in big full support all the clubs are providing grounds uh, the uh, cricket association are providing top notch um, umpires for us so it's it's going to be it's going to be first class all the way all the way and of course you know when you're in the west indies the, the hospitality is second to none you know that's what the west indians are all about you know and barbados again very special place we should have a solid West Indian team because we now have all the Bajans yeah, in the yeah, side yeah. and there's some really, really good, talented Bajans. Um, Azad, perhaps I can come to you first. And You've mentioned how important it is representing the West Indies, but as a cricketer, mm. how important is it uh, me- perhaps mentally uh, and physically for you to be experiencing playing again? Well, well it's, it's, it's very important, you know, because as I say, that at this age, you know, that at 50s, 50 and over, you have guys, you know, ending up with all different kinds of diseases and sicknesses and, you know, and heart attack and, you know. So it is an opportunity for us to actually keep fit. It's an opportunity for us to actually go and exercise and, you know, you have something to look forward to. 
and and it's very important for us to, to you know to, to, rep, to represent West Indies again. It's, it's, we, we enjoy it, you know. So among from our from our fam, from a family point of view, you know, you're all proud, you know, that my mom, like you know, she's she's all proud of me that you know you're representing West Indies, you know. And now that now that you have technology, you now we're screaming live, you know, we live scream so that you're looking at these games live at home. You know, so you don't have that big media coverage, but you know, you, you, the family at home could still be able to enjoy the cricket, you know, via the internet, which is great, you know. And then we have beautiful pictures, and you know, some, also coming to this part of the world, there's no way that without cricket that I would have ever think that I'm going to be in South Wales. You know, there's no way I would ever dream of coming to South Wales. You know, so cricket brings brings me here. You know, cricket going to take me to. To South Africa back again, you know, to England, you know, I've, I've never been to this part of the world. And it's great, you know, it's beautiful, we enjoy it, you know, beautiful people, you know, beautiful atmosphere, nice, you know, we have good camaraderie among ourselves, you know. So it's, you know, it's all good. It's all good. What can we say? Roy, <laughs> what about for you? <laughs> um, ask the question again. Personally, what has it meant for you? kind of getting back into that uh, way of, of playing sports so mentally your preparation physically your preparation is it important yeah. to you as someone in your I don't know how old you are but mid 50s or well I've turned 60 I'm the captain of the uh, West Indies over 60 team as well oh he's got him yeah so it was a nice catch but what happened is I was pretty much uh, packing up cricket about five years ago uh, because really I, I didn't have an opportunity to play uh, good cricket, and I didn't want to play against youngsters. I didn't want to play against 19-year-olds, right? So, you know, bec- and I wanted to play age-appropriate cricket. Like I could still play cricket at a very high level, but, you know, to give up 30, 40 years to players is just too much. So, But to play age-appropriate cricket is extremely enjoyable. But one of the, th- the side benefits it's done is that it's forced me to get in shape. So I'm down like 20 pounds over the last five years. I run, I stay fit, I'm, I'm exercising regularly because we always have a tournament coming up. So it, it, if nothing else, it's a motivation to lead a healthier lifestyle, okay? Uh, and that's what it's done for me from, from a physical point of view. But I'll tell you, there's also another benefit. And all you have to do is look at that room there, and it's full of wives traveling, okay? When I played top-notch cricket, and I played for Canada under 19, I was the vice captain of that, and I played first division cricket, and we would do tours all around the world. The women were never there. They were never, ever, ever there. Now, all of a sudden, there's an opportunity for them to tour with us, and it's really quite nice. And then they've built friendships, so then whenever we go on another tour, they're familiar with all the other women, and we, it just makes it a whole different atmosphere and it's no longer just cricket it's way more than cricket cricket's important but it's not the only thing right and that's what this master's cricket does having said it's way more than cricket i know you're very perhaps brief and new visitors to wales is there anything you've learned about wales or heard about wales (laughs) whilst you've been here that's been uh, a revelation to you actually it's very similar to uh, where i'm i live right now in southern ontario I, I drive around here and I go, oh, this looks like Canada. Like, other than the rolling hills where we're living and that sort of thing, um, we're a little more flat. But it's very much the same. And your weather right now is like our springtime weather. You know, Canada is, is one of extreme. We get cold winters, wet springs, uh, hot summers, right? 
Um, you know, so there's not a lot. And remember, we played with these boys. I played against them in 19, uh, sorry, 2018 in Australia in the first World Cup. So we we played against them a match there, and then we played in South Africa. Remember Africa. a few faces? Oh yeah, actually, it was funny. I was walking by when I was shaking hands with the guys, and one guy come. Roy, oh, you changed colors, <laughs> right? Because I changed teams because I was representing Canada at that time because we didn't have a West Indies team, but he remembered me from then. So it was, it's kind of nice. And, you know, the manager here walking around with the Campbellton shirt, well, he got that in Campbellton in Australia. I got one of those same shirts, so I recognized him right away. So it's, it's nice. And you do get that in this cricket. You will go to other countries and you'll know half the players because as you're, they're getting new players, they've still got the older players there until they rotate the new players in because the players are getting older, right? So that's what's kind of happening. Yeah. Well, what is what is important to that I, I, I enjoy as well, you know, that so many guys that is on this side, like this that guy who's batting there, Chris, you know, Chris Ramdat and have Harvey. These guys have spent their entire lives in Trinidad supporting cricket. He has his own club. I remember when I was a young man, you know, when I was a young he would take the club. He was the captain of the club, right? He was the sponsor of the club, you know. Darren Ganga played for him. Numerous players who went on to make the West Indies team. And these guys never get no recognition, you know. And they, they actually, you know, they actually take the cricket from a club level. And they would support the club level. They would captain the team, pick these young guys up, make sure that they play all the Bravos and, you know. So they always had, and now they're getting like a, I see like a reward. For what they what they what they put out in cricket, because at the lower level nobody recognizes that, nobody recognizes the effort it takes for some of these you know somebody like Harvey, Harvey who's here with us, Chris for instance I know him as a young man always into cricket, you know always supporting cricket take his own money and you know buy gears for the guys and you know and and, and so much effort they put out and to see that they're coming now and and you know enjoying you know wearing a West Indies flag or playing for the West Indies. I, you know, that's very, very commendable, you know, and they, as Roy said, the wives coming with them because wives have to make a lot, lot, lot of sacrifices in cricket as well, oh, you know. They've sacrificed a lot for oh, us over because the cricket is cricket is, is five days a week, you know, they play on, on weekends, but you have practice on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday and Sunday you play. So it's a full, full-time sport, and the wives have to sacrifice, you know, my wife, you know, for years. Shot! For years, you know. Saturday and Sunday, never home. You're always in the cricket field, you know. And to see we're getting back a reward for that, it's commendable. You know, this is like a reward. The older guys, they, you know, they, 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 they make their money and now they can come and enjoy, play cricket, you know. So taking a trip, you know, but some of these guys are very, you know, they have their, their, their businesses and, they, they, you know, they, they, they're okay. But you know? saying all that, Chris, yeah. Chris Ramdad's a beautiful batsman. Yeah. Right? You'll watch him bat. He is yeah. a lovely batsman, yeah. right? So he's not making it just because of that. Yeah. He's making it because of his ability. Of course. Right? But, you know, but as an additional bonus for the sacrifices they, they, they put out when they were younger, you know? And in Trinidad and in Trinidad Caribbean, there's lots of guys like that who sacrifice a lot for cricket, and there's no money to get from it at that level. You know, there's nothing to be made from it, you know. Well, look at, our man, look at the manager, Raj. Yeah. Raj basically doesn't play cricket. Yeah. But he puts all this time, effort, and money into this game. Yeah. Just for the betterment of cricket. Yeah. And he doesn't get anything out of it. Yeah. But, you know, he it's really just enjoys the love it. Sport. Just the love of it. You yeah. know, and, and sometimes these young players should appreciate that. 
very true of, of yeah. club cricket here. Club cricket, the club yeah. cricket survives because of the, yeah. the voluntary input of mm-hmm. you know hundreds of people who, who give their lives to the to yeah. the local club really. And you'll yeah. find that true of this club yes. as, mm-hmm. as, as any other that you might visit. Well, mm-hmm. you know what? As I stand here and watch this, what I'm most impressed with, you know, I, I take these games in, I take these tours in uh, in stride, and and I look at it because again we're getting older. But look here, you've got the kids over there playing, you know. All the kids are are playing ball, batting ball over there. You've got some of the neighbors here. They're sitting around watching. The atmosphere is fantastic. You've got the restaurant going. I mean, it's just a lovely, lovely atmosphere and a lovely place to come play. And everybody is really nice, you know. They greet you. Nobody's rude or anything like that. It's just a it's just a fantastic place to play. Yeah, this is, yeah, is we don't get this in the West Indies because the West Indies, you know, the grounds are small. Unless you're playing at the real premier facilities, yeah, yeah. we just don't get that. And of course, in North America, they're starting to put some good facilities. But a lot of the grounds we play on is on artificial wickets in public parks with grass that's three inches high. You know how hard it is to score runs there and develop a good batting. And, you know, this is what you guys have here. You know, you could play a long time at this level for facilities like this because your body doesn't get beaten up like we do back home. The Welsh team tonight, the Welsh boys, may well sing you a song in in the bar afterwards. (laughs) Do you have... Anything with which you can reply? Do you oh have a team dear. song or? A, oh yes, we um, have a team song. We have a singer. He's batting now, yes. so he'll probably reply them with a song. He yes. loves to sing. Yeah. He has an old band and thing in Trinidad, so he could probably reply with a song yeah, as well. He's actually a very good singer. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So well, so we will we will reply with a song. Okay. Right? <laughs> our our team anthem is the uh, rally around the West Indies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That is our team anthem. But we're gonna let uh, Chris uh, <laughs> respond to that. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I think right. you do a good job. <laughs> You better tell him. Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh um, you love that. And you're going into Swansea tonight to Wine Street, is that right? I, I don't know. Some of the lads are going out there for dinner. We were at a lovely yeah. Portuguese restaurant yesterday yeah. in Swansea. What I, what I love in Swansea is that, is that they have a park in the back of the hotel, mm-hmm. a beautiful lake, and there's a beautiful pond with ducks and, and, and the garden. It's awesome. It's beautiful. You know, I was there yesterday. Yeah. And unfortunately, you know, we have internet, so I was live with my kids at home, you know, okay. and I was showing them all these ducks and, you know, and they were, they were blown away. And then I met this guy who was fishing, right? He was fishing there. And he and I were, I were, live, were live with him on, on, on WhatsApp. And then he was looking at my dogs at Trinidad and Tobago, <laughs> talking to my family, my son, like, how you doing? And thing. And my son, like, Masood is telling well, I love you. I, I, I love your tent. And, you know, he's fishing there and, you know, and the, how the relaxed atmosphere. <laughs> And it's so totally different culture, you know. It's totally different, and it's and the world we live in means we can uh, connect, connect with each other in that uh, way. Imagine that, yeah, that's beautiful, you know. And tomorrow you have a a, a half day, a day night? off, a day, a day off. off. Yeah. It's a rest day tomorrow, which is yeah. great. You, you need those rest days because you've got to manage the bodies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've got some back-to-back games later on this week, so you know it, it's uh, we'll get the uh, the players that didn't play today in on the game. Um, in a couple of days' time, but tomorrow's a rest day. Okay, yeah, it's worked out well that way. Um, well, can I thank you both for giving me your time? Well, thank you. So Wish much, you the yeah. best of luck in the in in the week ahead. Sure, thank you, sure, uh, sure, and sure. also the best of luck with the tournament uh, later yeah. in the year in the West Indies. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes. We appreciate your time. Thanks. Yes. So thank you. Thank right. you so much. Our pleasure. Yeah, yes, Our pleasure. Yeah. Many thanks to Roy and Azad for talking to us. Although the West Indies Masters lost their two warm-up games in Wales, 
they did get revenge at the Marlborough tournament when they beat the Cricket Wales team by nine runs in the 45-over format. Azad played in the final game of the tournament against an England over 50s 11 and scored 44 in a losing run chase. England were the winners of the tournament. The teams will meet again in November in that tournament in Barbados, which the boys talked about, which will also include teams from the USA, England, India, Canada and the UAE. Next March, Cape Town will be the venue for the over 50s Cricket World Cup, which all those teams plus a number of others will be attending. Those wishing to follow the exploits of the West Indies Masters can do so on Twitter. Their Twitter handle is at West50s, that's at West and then 50S, or on Facebook at Cricket West Indies Masters Association. The Wales Over 50s cricket team can be followed on Twitter at Seniors Wales and on Facebook at Wales Over 50s Cricket. Next week, our guest will be ex Glamorgan cricketer Kevin Lyons who along with his umpiring and coaching, has a 60-year association with the game of cricket in Wales and beyond. So do listen in again when we'll be hearing some more stories about the great game of cricket from the great country of Wales. Hoyle Vau, bye for now. Oes gyda chi stori yw'r hafni gyda ni? Mae croeswch i gysylltu e-bosiwch mwcpod1921 at gmail.com neu ewch i'n tudalen Facebook Museum of Welsh Cricket Podcast neu i'n tudalen Twitter at Welsh Cricket Pod. Do you have a story you'd like to share with us? If so, please contact email mwcpod1921 at gmail.com or go to our Facebook page, Museum of Welsh Cricket Podcast, or our Twitter, at Welsh Cricket Pod.